now I know we are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Townstone Financial Show from home. Like all of your favorite hosts on late night, we're doing it from home here. Uh, this is your host, Zach Schwartz. We're not Townstone. doing it from home. I'm at the office, please. And Barry Sterner at the office. Yeah, they can only hear you, Barry. They are are not able to see you right now. Too bad. Most, most unscared people are at the office. Yeah, so what were you saying right now? So restaurants are going to be open tomorrow, Barry? Restaurants. Bars, restaurants? It's not good. I got bad news for everybody in Chicago. This is breaking news. You what ready? What is it? Yeah, let's hear it. Mayor Lori Lightfoot tossed cold water on hopes that restaurants might open in Chicago on May 29th, the date the state is projecting. It will move to the next reopening phase. Lightfoot said May 29th is not a magical date. Yes, I May mean, 29th I... is the expiration date of the stay-at-home order, as everyone surely knows. City of Chicago has its own obligations and, re- and responsibilities to craft public health policies that are specific to the city of Chicago and make Zach Schwartz come out from under his bed. Oh, or she not... was heartened by the governor's announcement this week about restaurants. Heartened. What does that mean? What's the definition of heartened? She was. Uh, she liked it. She was. She appreciated it. The city is still developing solutions for the restaurants here. Well, the solution she's she's really uh, developing right now is they're all going to be out of business and there won't be any more restaurants in Chicago. So that's what she's developing. Whether whether you want to go out or, or you want concept, everyone to stay in, no matter what, no matter what you feel, that's what's what she's doing. Lightfoot's so. bakery. Yeah, I mean, I'm very worried. I quote from the mayor. I'm very worried about this. Is from Cranes. I should give Cranes credit, right? Because this just came out one second ago. I'm very worried about, and we've even seen another place in the country. I'm very worried about the spike and surge of cases when we do open back up. Well, number one, we closed down just to flatten the curve, not to get rid of all the cases. So. Lightfoot said when asked about reopening the city's lakefront, which is ridiculous that we can't go on the lakefront, and other popular pedestrian spots, it's not just about the lakefront. It's about what we do about the marinas and boating. What do we do about golf, she said. Oh, my God, what are we going to do about golf? I mean, golf, I I feel like you can open up. That's the most socially distant Oh, boy, Zach thinks golf's open. Well, she doesn't know what to do because she's closed all the courses in Chicago. There's a lot of pieces that go into the shutting down and reopening up, the mayor said. I would go golfing before I go to a restaurant. I don't think we're going to be ready by May 29th. All right, all right. So I'm, basically, I'm not shocked at all. it means we're not. They're just uh, they're just trying to prep us for the disappointment. You know, give us a little tease that you're going to be disappointed. Things aren't opening the 29th. Um, so what I wanted to ask you about as a business owner, though, because right now there's this whole work from home uh, movement, and as the country opens up again, the question is: Is work from home here to stay? No. Absolutely not. Why do you not think so? You'll see. It's my prediction. Absolutely not. You asked me a question, I gave you my all right, answer. But absolutely all right. not. not. Absolutely not. Do you think it's because the management, like ownership and management, don't like it? Or do you think it's employees it's, don't like it's, it? It's, it's, it's a the, combination? It's, it's, it's the most overestimated positive aspect of why everyone thinks that this is going to work from home. They're, they're, the, the Zoom and the Zoom and all the rest. There's no social connection there. There's no ideas being put uh, together with people. 
I think a certain percentage will work from home uh, for a while, and then you'll see the, as soon as the virus is taken care of and there's a vaccine, which will be tomorrow, just like President Trump said, because he's always right and you're always wrong. It's going to happen tomorrow. I hope so. I don't agree with that. I, I um, hope so. That, that, with, with, that as soon as that's done, people will all be back in the office. Work from home, uh, is, I, I don't think, is, is productive whatsoever. I, I, I know everybody that I speak to that has any type of life. I mean, you have no life. You, you, you play video games all the time. You don't have any kids. You don't have any pets. Do you have a fish or anything? No. Anything? Wow, you're making me sound like a, a pretty awful human okay. being you here. Play, you play video games and you go wherever Cindy, tell, wherever, wherever Cindy's at. I hope she's listening. And you go wherever Cindy tells you to go. Basically, and if Cindy wasn't telling you to go, you'd, then you probably do nothing. I'd but, be, I'd be COVID in, COVID or Novid. But, but, but most other people who are social animals and and most of us are uh, cannot work from home. But now I'll let you answer the question. Now go ahead. Well, I, I, I do think Forget, it's as, as an employee, are you going to work from home? Until I, until I'm fully comfortable. Yes, I, I'm. I'm lucky enough. What if your boss? What if your boss says that if you don't get back to work once that everything's open, that you're fired? What would you do about that? Then you come back to work. Then you have to come back to work. I'm, that's what I was saying. I am lucky enough to be in a position where you know I've got a, a boss like you, but also the line well, of work. Forget about my work. Forget the line about of work me. That we're, talking I'm in. Hypo, we're talking hypothetically here, obviously. Yeah. We're not well, about us. the line of work uh, allows me you know, to work from home. Um, and I, I think, you know, as far as, you know, the, the, the big tech companies are concerned, they're, they've got the best data analytics uh, of anybody, and they're seeing people being just as productive from home. And I would think as a, a business owner or a shareholder of a public company, why do I want just came out today that people are moving away and who are not going to be working in the office, they're cutting their salary. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't Facebook agree with what is. you're saying. Oh, Facebook is. But I'm saying, the, well, think of all the savings Facebook gets there. They get to cut the person's salary. They don't have to have the office space for them. Um, it just seems... I don't d- think there's more product, productivity at home. I disagree. I think. That, I don't think who, there's I more. I don't, where, think I don't know where more. you're getting your numbers No, from. it's I not more productivity. It's about trying to... It's all about maintaining it because if the productivity went down working from home, then it's like, no, we want you in the office. But if it's all the same productivity-wise, the business can save money by not... You know, I feel I feel it's impossible to have the same productivity when you're at home. First of all, have you taken a shower, gotten dressed in the last two days? Yes. You've taken I'm, a shower or gotten dressed? Both, both. I'm really? glad you changed your clothes. I'm glad you said two days though. I'm glad you said the last. Where's Cindy at? I want to hear because she'll tell me the no, truth. She's in the other sure. room. She's in yeah. the other room. But no, you 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 said the last two days. If you said did you shower <laughs> today? Maybe my answer would have been a little different. I, I just, I, there's no way. I mean, uh, I, I don't, I don't see the productivity at home. You have to be a very special person to roll out of your bed and go into another room of your house and be as productive as you are in the office. Otherwise, I'll tell you this: for the last hundred and something years, there wouldn't have been offices. We'd all be working from home. That's my answer to you. I don't care what your analytics are. They didn't have internet. They didn't have the internet. You couldn't work from home. Okay, well, there, there's been internet for a long, long time now. So, I, and I, I, yeah, 
So, well, uh, long, long time. Long, I, long time. I, I, can we do? Can we do our job from home? Us, you, and I, our our particular, the way that we're set up here at Townstone, and still, and still be be productive with our clients. Yes. Um, I, 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 I would say that you haven't looked at a list or anything or called any of your own clients I'm because calling you don't old, have me, you don't I'm calling have me sitting next to you bothering you. At, not at the same rapid pace as when you have a boss sitting near you or behind you when you're at home and you're eating and playing some video games in between. And like me, now I brought some of my stuff from home here, so I'm doing sit-ups, push-ups, all kinds of goodies in between. That's so, good. I, and if you were here, I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be working harder. So back to mortgages, though, or starting with mortgages, because <laughs> um, I'll agree. I'll agree to disagree with you. I, I do agree that. Well, you, can, you, know, you don't have to disagree. You got to give your opinion. You ask no, me no. Now you got to give yeah, yours. No, I think people are are generally going to come back into the office. It's not going to be this huge, you know, change. But I think this is a, a big catalyst to that. Um, because it makes sense generally with companies not having to, to pay for that desk space, lease that space, and people not having to spend time commuting in their cars. You know, I think eventually it comes to a point where like employees need to get paid more for working from home than coming to the office because they're saving the company some money. But um, on the mortgage side, COVID or NOVID, that's my phrase of the day because it rhymes, um, purchases have not skipped a beat. Uh, maybe a little bit at the, end of, at the end of March and the beginning of April, but we are being bombarded, it feels like, almost like where's candid camera here with the amount of purchase activity that we are seeing people, you know, reaching out previous customers looking for their kids they're looking to move new customers heard us on the radio watched our podcast saw us on google they're they're filling out the free consultations to get pre-qualified uh to be part of this spring and summer purchase market and you would have i would have thought it would be dead right now no but everybody would be scared and not looking to make any big life changes right now um, but I'm 100% wrong. There is a ton of people looking to purchase to get qualified for a purchase. Um, so, and I'm very rarely am I wrong, but I'll be the first one to admit it. I was wrong about that. And you, to our listeners, need to be part of that. Get yourself pre-qualified. Just go to townstone.com, fill out the free consultation, and then Barry or myself will be calling you shortly to get you pre-qualified to become a homeowner or to buy a new house. Um, I mean, are you surprised, Barry, at the at the purchase activity we're seeing right now? Um, ten weeks ago, maybe I would have been, yes. But then as I sat in my house and I said it to you and I've said it to other people that I think that the longer that people, I mean, the longer that you're in your house and I felt it after probably the third week, I thought to myself, boy, people are going to start really hating their houses. They're going to want bigger houses. And their spouses are going to want new wives. That's what, that's what I thought was, well, yeah, people are getting divorced obviously too, because they're together all the time. 
Um, Which is another thing we take care of. I'm working on a couple of those right now. Yeah. When you get divorced, if you have property, it's going to usually be in both of your names, and one of you has to buy the other one out, and we are experts at the divorce buyout refinance because there's multiple ways to structure it, and we know the best one. And um, Where's your Al-Qaeda hat today? I've just got you on uh, Facebook here. Where's your Al-Qaeda hat? Uh, it's, it's over here. I decided to uh, to just give myself a ponytail, if you can yeah. see it that way. Um, so I've got it, but uh, decided to class it up for uh, the, the podcast there. Um, so purchase market, refinances. Well, why, are, why do you think the, re, the purchase market's on fire if the world's coming to an end, as you believe? Because what I believe isn't isn't what everybody believes. I, I do think maybe whatever percentage of people out there are scaredy cats like me, they're not the ones uh, necessarily getting pre-qualified. They are the ones, though, that are refinancing right now because scaredy cat or not scaredy cat, it's always a good time to save money. And whether you think we're springing out of this like a like – a, like a bat out of hell, uh, or we're in for rough recession, depression ahead. If you already have a mortgage today and you're making your payments, wouldn't you like that to be cheaper? Um, so that I'm not surprised at is the level of refinance activity because rates are near at their all-time lows. And again, whether they're, they, they're getting out there, they're chomping at the bit, or as I heard la yesterday, you know, it's actually was originally champing at the bit with an A. Champing? Champing at the bit was the original phrase, and now everyone says chomping at the bit. I do too, oh. but it was originally champing. Um, and so whether you're champing at the bit to get out of the house or you're hiding under the bed, if you're making your mortgage payments, it would be really nice to have lower payments, um, a lower rate, a shorter term, maybe some cash out, whatever the case may be. Uh, now is a really good time to do it because, again, the rates are low and it's always a good time to save money, whatever the case is. So, yeah, purchases I'm surprised on, refinances, not so much. But, again, if you are listening to this, I don't know why you haven't filled out the consultation request already because worst case, you're already at a great, great loan. It'll take us two minutes to talk it through and decide, nope, you're at a good loan, no reason to refinance. But the vast majority of outstanding mortgages right now, so if you are listening to this and you have a mortgage, the odds are better than not that you can refinance to a lower rate and save some money. So if you're listening to this, don't think, no, that's not me. I refinanced last year. I have a great rate. You don't know that. Odds are better than not we can refinance you, save you money, um, get you that lower rate, that shorter term, or that lower payment. Or maybe even some cash out, pay off some of those credit cards. Um, now that's where, where I'm a little scared about is the level of forbearances on, on mortgages, on credit cards, on car payments, because we haven't felt the impact or the brunt of that yet because the government and they basically put a hold on you know foreclosures and evictions and and repo repossessions um and i'd be 
interested to see, uh, I guess everybody's interested to see what are those numbers going to look like come September. You interested at all about that? You... Am I interested? Yeah, I'm interested. I'd get a <laughs> cash out refinance. You want to give me some money? Yeah, how much you want? Let me get my checkbook out here. I'm, I'm more interested in you shaving that scraggly little beard and getting a haircut. That's what we want to all see on 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 camera. On camera here, yeah. I feel like we know we would need hair. we would need to do, like do a fundraiser, like buy like pizzas or something. I'd throw hundred bucks in if you for, like, for first you responders shaving. Yeah, I want. How much would I have to raise? I, it would be too much. It would. Be, it wouldn't be worth whatever, it. Whatever, whatever money we could raise, we can ra- raise it and buy some food for for. Uh, Anybody you want first responders? And I hate that term first responders because I don't know exactly what it means. I'd I, like, I, well, that's what I'm I'd saying. Rather I would... send, I'd rather send the money to like uh, Michelle uh, Sergio, who son plays hockey with us. She's a uh, she's an emergency room doctor over at uh, Cook County, and she risks her life every day with all the virus and all the other stuff. I feel like that's considered a I don't first, know first responder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess it seems like everything's like a first responder now. That's just a, the term seems to cover everything that. around. That's why I was using it. That's who I because I'm not very serious about cutting my hair live on uh, live on camera. I would uh, more than or, likely or give, or do it off money. camera. Probably better to give money now. I, I think most of the first responders have got like a lot of free banks. meals, food banks, because a lot there's a lot of people. I mean, I think that's the biggest problem that I have and other people have with, with Lightfoot, Mayor Lightfoot, and, and even and even uh, Pritzker right now. You know, they, they both go home and they have jobs and they get paid, and there's probably people listening here today. You know, we've gotten, I, I don't know how many phone calls you've gotten, but I've gotten a few phone calls here with people who can't make their mortgage payment, you know, try to help them out of what they need to do and everything. But, you know, if if you're not working and I don't know how long unemployment lasts for and that check that you got a month ago, how long that lasts for, but, you know, for them to continue when we were supposed to be at home, you know, just to lower, you know, just so that the hospitals, you know, we're going to stay home because the hospitals couldn't get overflowed. That's the way I understood it. I yeah. know you're, you're, you're no, scared to get it. You took it the... in, and those hospitals are nowhere near overflowing. Um, in fact, there's testing sites all over Illinois and all over the country right now where the people are sitting there doing nothing, um, and, and there's there's got to be some end, uh, light at the end of the tunnel. So if you're going to open up the restaurant, you're going to open up the barbershop, you're going to open up whatever livelihood that these people make income off of, um, then you do it with rules, and obviously the rules of you know, wearing a mask, washing your hands, social distancing, and all the rest. And then after it opens up, if people don't follow the rules, okay, then you might have to do things. I don't know what those things are going to be, but, you know, to continue the way Lightfoot's talking and she's throwing cold water, I mean, I know there's a lot of upset people. I have a I have a bunch of people that I that I um, text with, um, and 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 many of them cannot work right now, and they're white collar workers, and they're getting no income, and they're very very unhappy. 
Yeah. So, I mean, so she's. I, I think she's completely a hundred percent wrong here. You know, if she's going to say there's certain pockets in in Chicago, I mean, there's the map there that shows what pockets are are not doing well with the virus. If those pockets are not doing well, then don't open up the restaurants in those areas. I mean, you're the man who went and said that data is so great and and they have they know where everything is right now. Well then don't open up those areas. Chicago is huge. It's a huge city. Right. I don't know how I don't know how you're opening up Los Angeles and New York and New Jersey and all these other places and she's going to keep us closed here for our own good. I understand health-wise. I, I don't want anyone getting sick. I have kids and no one wants anyone to get sick, but there's that certain level of being able to survive and, and feed your family and right. and there's there's and it, and it needs to open up at a certain level and I'm not saying everyone runs to the beach or that we go pack the bars right. you know I'm not a big drinker like you are Zach and no, I you no. know I'm not a big smoker like you are and I don't right. take drugs like you do and all these other crazy things cuz I'm too old to do that now Oh but you saw that I thought I did that off camera Still there's got to be I mean, I think she's making a big mistake. I'll call out her on Little League Baseball. These kids are going to miss the whole summer and not be able to play any Little League Baseball games. I mean, you you, you can't get 10 kids out there and have social distancing and, and have like a I don't I don't want to say a real game because you don't have an umpire. Maybe you don't have a catcher because they're right next to people. But there'd be ways that us parents could figure it out to have, you know, decent social distancing you know, and let the kids play some baseball this summer, which right now, from what she's talking about, isn't going to happen. There's not going to be any structured baseball, no. Well, there will be structured baseball because I'm telling, because out in the suburbs, they're already going to be starting June 1st. It's a fact. In the city, if you go to a Chicago park and somebody catches so, you, you'll have so a problem. So, so that is actually, what you're expressing is actually punishing those, because those that have the means to, you know, they're going to sign their kids up for the suburban leagues. They're going to make a scramble. They well, have the they're time. not going to be able to sign up, but they're going to probably go out there, yes. They're going to get out there, and they're going to get, my but the league kids, already, the kids yeah, that they're, don't they're have tournaments parents. already in Indiana, well, people that have the means are going to go to Indiana. Right. They're going to go to Iowa. So they're going to go punishing? to Wisconsin to play tournaments. It's really punishing the kids that are stuck in their neighborhoods. Yes, that sir. That was Absolutely. maybe their only outlet for a couple hours on a summer day. Well, take it another step. Take it another step. Take it to the restaurants. Those neighborhood bars, those neighborhood restaurants, those neighborhood barbershops, those neighborhood fingernail places, those neighborhood whatever else that she's keeping closed, how are they going to survive? Yep. That's good. I don't I don't know I don't know how they survive. Plus if you're in the city and you can't go to those places, Zach's gonna go get a haircut in Wilmette or Highland Park. Is he not June first? Yeah, maybe not June first. I'll wait till uh the the rush dies down. Well, most people but, who care how they most people yes, who care how they look it is going to it is going to leave the city of Chicago and the revenue for those people that work here is going to be gone and that's absolutely. that's, that's, that's a and problem. It's, and it's and getting, she's going to say I'm saving one life and that's important to me. And that one life is important to me and everybody else. You you cannot you cannot say that if one person dies it's worth to open up the barbershop, but then again you can't prove that the barbershop opening up right 
killed that one life. So no, no, uh, but you, uh, but you, but on the other hand, it's I, I don't like this being when you're being shouted down for talking about the economic implications of the of the shutdown. You're getting yelled at for being heartless. Whereas, no, like there is a, an argument to be made, too, that an economic depression and a drop in GDP, that causes death, too. Because when people, you know, when the, the crime increases when GDP goes down, there's a clear correlation. And uh, people die earlier when, they're, when they, they're, there's lower GDP. So there's all these other factors when you have this shutdown. You may save a life of COVID, but now somebody, you know, now a kid's dead because he wasn't at a baseball game that he could have been at, and he would had to stay in a in a bad area. You know, there's all these unintended consequences. You can't predict every little piece of it, um, but we are getting to a point where even a scaredy cat like me is starting to feel that certain shutdown measures are going to be doing more harm than good. Um, What do you mean more harm than good? They're already doing lots and lots of harm, and that includes the housing market here in Chicago, which which if you have many of these people who are clients of ours who cannot afford their mortgage payment, who can't afford food, I mean, we do a tremendous amount of, of business in Cook County. You know right. that, and but, I know but, that. That's, but, our, that's, our biggest, that's our biggest clientele. And, 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 and it's and, done, you can't tell what good it's right. done because you don't know what the what, – but, but we do know that this disastrous future of all these – a million people dying – You mean dying, they shut down what's good it's done? Right, you can't you well, can't well, account for it. Well, the shutdown has been good. Okay, well, well you just, can say it has been a success good. because the curves are flattening. Yes. Yes, because the, the 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 hospitals are not overflowing. The numbers have gone down. The worst case so, scenarios did not I, come to fruition. Let's give all the let's give all the credit to the mayor and the governor. I have no problem giving them the credit. It's it's been very successful, and now it's time to dip your toe in the water yes. and see and, and see how bad it's going to get um, by letting some of these people make enough money to feed themselves. I mean, I, that that's really what I'm talking about. I mean, yes, people no need question. to work to feed themselves and, and pay their bills. And, and people can also make choices because if you're a high-risk individual or you're scared like me, they could open the restaurants today. I'm not going out to, to a go. restaurant today. Exactly. I'm scared. I'm not going to go to a restaurant today, but plenty but, of people but want to. But isn't that the key? But, but see, but that's the whole thing, see that people don't understand and I and unfortunately now I read Facebook and I don't ever go on there and I read Twitter and all the rest. That's the whole thing because the Zach Schwartzes of the world are going to need time before they come back and do something, before they go on an airplane and do anything. So to open it up tomorrow, the longer she takes to open things up, the way longer it's going to take exactly. to get better to any no matter, normalcy. It doesn't What's matter. Because Zach's going to need to see a month where he starts to have confidence that, that the people hey, that already went to the restaurant didn't just say and Barry tells me, oh, he's gone to a restaurant. He wore his mask. There were no, t- there were no people around him. There, you know, the tables were, you know, were, were spread apart. He was outside. You know, the yeah. people serving wore masks and blah 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 blah. And then you see on the planes and all the rest. And the longer she waits here, the more it's gonna, the harder it is 
but there's a point, and I don't You're, know what I, it that's is. A brilliant, but that's a brilliant analysis because it doesn't matter for me. You're right. It doesn't matter if they opened May 29th, well, bro- 2020, or May that. 29th, 2021. <laughs> I am not going out the day they open the restaurants. It doesn't but matter the, when they do. I'm going to wait that month to see what the, happens. And not to interrupt you, well, well, I already said that about you, but the point I'm trying to make here, but there is a point in time when those businesses that she's kept shut down now for three and four and five months it might come to, or whatever the time period happens to be, when there's a point of no return for those businesses. They are not going to ever, ever open up ever again, and they're done. And me, you're asking about businessman. The hardest thing to do for any business in the world is to open up new and start up new. That's the hardest time period is starting up brand new, opening and doing all the things it does to start a new business. It's not going to happen. It takes forever for that to happen again. And I don't understand who's giving her information. I mean, I'm shocked that some of the more, what do you want to call it, powerful people in the city of Chicago, and I still wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to leave you with this today because i got to get off and yeah, call these me, people me back. Too. I'm going to leave you with this. I'm I would not too. be surprised if by June 1st the city and the restaurants were open in, su- in a such and such a manner after what she said today because I believe that the smart, I don't want to even call them the smarter people, that the people who the are... The powerful people, the money. I don't even want to call it the money. I'm going to say the common people, the business owners. Let's just call them business owners because there's rich, there's poor, there's all different kinds of business owners in the city of Chicago, yes. obviously, um, out there. I think the business owners are going to put, after what she said today, are going to put so much pressure on her that there's going to be some kind of opening and she's going to change her mind for for May 29th. That, that's what I believe, and we'll talk about it. What do we got next week? Next is week. going to be Next week will be the 29th. So I believe by next week that she has a change of heart because I think that there's going to be not a, or, or not a revolution, not a revolt like that, you know, where they're going to be but going enough, in the streets. But I think that the pressure is going to be all over her right now because you just can't have – the, you can't have one part of the of the state and, and and opening up and the largest income producer of the state, the city of Chicago, closed down. It just can't yeah. continue. And not and, and and then that includes. Let's look at the other states in the in the in the in the union here, right? Opening yeah. up all around you when you got you got Wisconsin and Indiana open right now. Does she really think that the people that don't that want to go drink, that want to go to a bar and go eat, aren't going to drive their cars out there unless she's putting the police at the at the at the state well, line? That's illegal. You can't stop people from leaving the state. That's like okay, well, what is it, go. North Korea? <laughs> so what, what's, what, what is the purpose of continuing Chicago closed like that and 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 taking that income that would have been here? And, and and again, it's almost like saying, "Hey, you, business owner in Chicago." It's a, it's a it's a I, I know it's a we know better. Trust you. I don't trust you to do what you're supposed to do. That's what she's saying. All right, I know better. I'm the commander in chief. I'm the powerful one. I mean, you know, look, look at the and obviously people know that we're Jewish. Look at the the swastikas and stuff that they had for 
uh, Pritzker was was wrong. The way that you know the, the way that they took this you know staying home and all the rest. I mean, they pull everything out. But I want to pull something about Americans. We don't have dictators here. How is she making all these determinations for all of us? The city council hasn't. She hasn't had a vote with the city council. She's I think, independently saying these types of things right now. Because I think I think the city council needs to be involved, just like sure. just like I just 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 like downstate uh, Pritzker brought 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 in brought in what do they call them? Not the Congress. What do they call them in Springfield? The, the assembly, the general assembly. Yeah, the no, just general assembly. They're called. They're okay. called the general assembly in the state of Illinois. Brought them in to vote and do these different things to to hear from all the different areas. I I I think. I think Mayor Lightfoot's wrong here. She needs, unless I'm completely wrong, and and she's and she's had the city council there because I think a lot of the council members, especially from my area over here on, on the south side and the south loop, we would all say we got to open up. But I have a feeling the 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 uh, mayor has a lot of latitude with certain because all these businesses have some sort of city regulation, you know, health inspections and. You know, licensing, licensing. for barbershops. I understand, but don't you? But I think the aldermen need to come in and also give the side of the business owners here of hey, this is what they can do. They're going to work. They're going to wear PPE. They're going to put the barber chair, you know, six feet away. Um, they're only going to let in the politicians X number of people. Are happy that there's somebody else go that's that's making decisions and they don't have to do they don't have to be on the record one way or the other because uh, yeah, you, you right. because you say you want to shut down because we want to save lives you're destroying the economy you're a politician you say we want to open up and not destroy the economy you're killing people there's no good political this is there's no good political answer so i think yeah it would be nice if our aldermen came in there and and to, to represent us, but at the same time, I understand them sitting on the sidelines on this because they don't. There's no. Go, there's not going to be a popular answer that's going to satisfy everybody right now. And um, yeah, strong, strong leadership. Um, whether you like it or not, that's that's what everyone seems to be falling behind. All the politicians. Um, yeah, it's not good. But, it's not good. It's not good for housing, not good for the rest. And I think anybody listening out there needs to call their – I mean, you need to call your alderman if you're in the city of Chicago right now and really complain if you're a business person. I, and most people have never – I mean, I've called the alderman here, you know, for, for sports and stuff like that. But I think you need to get on the phone and call your alderman and say, hey, I'm getting to a point where I'm never going to open up my business again. I won't be able to. I'm going to be yeah. done. I, right. I, I, I need I need to start something, and I understand that at the very beginning, I mean, look at all the states that have opened up right now. You, you, you keep seeing these business owners showing that the people are not all running in, you know, unless you're watching MSNBC or CNN where they're going to find that bar in Wisconsin where they had 20 pictures or the beach be, in Florida, you know, where that it's packed. The majority of places, I would bet, and I don't know for a fact because I haven't been around there, are probably pretty empty, I would bet, <laughs> because I, I just don't see a, the average American running into a bar where there's where it's packed and hanging out. Do you? I think it really depends where you are. It's sad. It's a sad state of the country how politicized this has become. But I think if you're in an area where 
it, you know, the, the virus has maybe been, had been understated or, you know, not seen as a, as a big a threat and or the government put draconian measures like, like Illinois, some of these other states have been way worse in, in enforcing it and like arresting people that are going to church and you uh, know. I don't think they should. Well, how so, about, how about so last weekend where the church blocked off the street so that the people couldn't park on the street? Instead, instead of putting the police, I mean, I, I think Lightfoot's obviously a genius. I mean, she was a prosecutor. Instead of putting the police, right, Chicago police, white, black, purple police officers standing in front of a church. I forgot where the church was. Not a good photo and, op. And not a good photo op and getting everybody mad. She's brilliant. She, she blocked off the streets so that they couldn't park. I mean, that was just brilliant. Otherwise, you you would you you would you would have had people coming at her that, you know, this is the way that she's stopping this sort or that sort, whatever it happens to be. I think that was in was that Logan Square? I think that I was in Logan. I think that was but, Logan Square or what it was near there. Because we're not in an area where it's going to be quite as much of a celebration. cuz like that bar in Wisconsin Barry, it was like a celebration that we're opening up. It's because it's politicized. It's like, oh, the governor, the, the Democratic governor, put these restrictions on. The Supreme Court said it was unconstitutional, so the bars are open. This I is read that that bar it. in Wisconsin was a little tiny bar, and you've lived in Wisconsin. There's a million of all that the bar, bars. Are all I'm locals, saying, I'm sure. That, yeah, that they were all friends with one another, and they've been hanging around with one another, and, and they, they saw one it. another, and they lived, they lived right near there, and that's why they're all there trusting Absolutely. each other like and that. Absolutely, that, and it's it probably depressing not being able to go there for a couple of weeks. And again, it was a, like a celebratory thing, this thing taken away from you. Then now the the a court ruling says you can go back to the bars like so it's a it's a reason I, I i see the reason to celebrate especially if you weren't that fearful to begin with of the thing of the virus so um but yeah i agree in chicago it's not going to be the case because people Listen, may be on the other end of the spectrum too I'm, scared. I'm gonna go i'm gonna go for the churches the synagogues any type of religion i mean you and I, you know, I, I don't are not the most religious people in in the world. Right. However, there are people at home, people that I know, and I'm sure there are people that you know, that the religious, you know, freedom of religion, not being able to go to church, not being able to go to synagogue, not being able to go wherever they want to go on the weekends and and pray and be in that community. I mean, they're irate right now that they have not been able to go. And, and the people that were on this particular last weekend, I don't know if they were pastors or whoever was on talking about how they had everyone separated, you know, how they were limiting the amount of people in there. I mean, I cannot believe that she continues not to let them go to, you know, church. It happened to be this weekend there was the I churches there. I don't, I don't understand that whatsoever. You know, and, 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 unless... You know, they're all in the. I mean, she because, truly believes that they're all going to break the law, because, and they're no, going to they're, they're be, be shoulder to shoulder in church. Yeah, well, because there's really no. Just because you're at a concert versus at a, a at a synagogue or a church, it, it's the same level of risk being shoulder to shoulder with people. So just because you're speaking the words of God, 
shouldn't have exempted you from whatever restrict. Like if I can yeah, go to a we, concert, we you can't religion. go to church. Yeah, but we yeah, but we take religion in this country way different than we concerts or sporting events. Although, you know, sporting events to me is religious, so you know how that is. But, but you you know where I'm going here. Yeah. I just don't see how the mayor, the governor, the president, any of the people right now, I think that the judges are going to come in and start allowing the churches and all these things to start opening up. I, I just cannot see how you're going to go. I mean, they're going to start suing. There's, yeah. there's no, and they're going to start and suing. I, I agree and with say that. that we've, we've been out for three months now, uh, March, April, and May, and many, many of them only went to March for a week or so. And they're going to say we've been out for three three months, and we deserve our right to go have religious freedom and, yeah, and freedom and, of assembly. It's in the constitution. It's, it's, it's no it's no no different than you and uh, us talking about it and having the government say that we can't talk about it. I uh, mean, because it, it's I, ridiculous. Slippery slope is event. You know what stops the if the government can say you can't have this church gathering. What stops a future Democratic uh, president or, or, or Republican president saying? Sorry, Democrats or other party, you can't gather because whatever reason, once you you prevent humans from gathering and meeting and, and traveling where they want to, um, it's a very slippery slope. And we seem to have found like the one reason that, that maybe half the country can be okay with, you know, limiting ourselves because it's life or death, but anything else. There would ne- this would never be even close to considered or acceptable for literally anything other than a matter of life or death because it is anti-American what we're doing independent of COVID. You know, if, if this was what was happening and there was no external threat, it would be ridiculous. And that's the only thing you can hang your hat on is why it could be deemed acceptable in a free country. Right. So. And it's been and – it's, and, it, and it's – it's gone on for a period of time. There doesn't, there wasn't a lot of pushback, I would say, for the first couple months. Because you're a murderer. Right? If you're gonna, if you pushed back, you were a murderer. Well, I know, but you know what I'm saying. That there wasn't a lot of pushback at the t- for a long period of time, and now it's time to. I, I, I mean, I don't. I, I think you got to just, you got to trust the people and see what they do. I mean, you know, she had the lake open there and everybody went on that 70 degree day in March and just like it always happens a 70 degree day in March. I mean, you, you got to give people, it's just like they fucked up one time and they're not allowed to do it again. Yeah. Right. You can't mess up twice. I mean, I, I you know, I, I think a lot that's of people. One, that's your one F word, by the way, to keep our PG-13 rating. You can only have one F word. You know go. that you can't you can't show a boob in a movie or else it gets an R. You can have one F word and it can be PG thirteen. Beautiful. So <laughs> I don't know. I think she's got to open it up, but I'm really concerned with obviously the the things that you you and I have been hearing and the things that have been going on with with our clients and everything. Yeah, um, hours cut, uh, furloughs. Um, it's tough out there. So again, to our listeners, thank you. You're, we're going to be okay. Um, and again, purchases, refinances, always have to tie it back to what we do as a business. Mortgages, we do it better than anybody else. Go to townstone.com, fill out a free consultation. Have a great week. Uh, Memorial Memorial Day and If weekend. anyone want to cut sack here, I'll give them 100 bucks, $100 cut sack here. <laughs> All right. 100 big ones. You guys have a good one.
Goodbye.